Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, hello, everyone. It is Wednesday, my very favorite day of the week. Welcome, welcome to everyone. This is Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice radio podcast. Anyway, today is going to be a really great show. I don't mind saying so myself. But before I start, something the Higher Self indicated to me literally just a couple of minutes ago, they wanted me to speak to those of you who might be listening to the show or uh, you're, you're new to the show, whether it's this is your first time or it's your second or third time, those of you who are relatively new to the show, and here's what they wanted to, me to say. They wanted me to let everybody know, no matter when you tune into the show, no matter when you start, it could have been last week, last year, three years ago, or next week, next year, or three years from now, where whenever you start is when you've made the decision at the soul level to start. It isn't about comparing yourself to anyone else. Oh, well, I did it sooner, so somehow I'm in a better place or something, or I did it later, so why am I so behind? I don't want anybody, the higher selves are indicating, they don't want anyone to think that way. Everybody is on their own journey. Everyone is going to be bringing in information, uh, learning and moving forward in whatever way, unfolding in whatever way, in their own timing. This is not about judging and it's not about comparing. So they are asking me to say welcome to all of those that are relatively new. And they are also indicating that, in fact, when you come in, every new person that comes in, whenever it is, is automatically exactly where everyone else is that has already been participating. So they may not have everything at the conscious mind, but they're ready at the soul level, absolutely at the same level of readiness and desire to move forward as everyone else. So it's we're all the same here, guys. Okay, so that they just told me to, and I don't know that I've really addressed that on the show before, and I guess it's about time I did. Welcome to everyone, whether it's a past, present, or a future listener, I welcome everyone. Okay, so today's show, in general, it's a great reminder that, in uh, in some ways, um, of what we've learned in many of oops. Sorry, what we've learned in many of the past shows, okay? But a reminder show is absolutely essential because if you, even if you haven't listened to a lot of past shows, you might have the idea, and it's a correct one, that there's a lot of meat in every show. And to keep all of that meat, all that information at the point of consciousness where we think of it day in, day out is (laughs) very difficult, okay? But... So a reminder show is really good. Of course, they offer it with new perspectives. New information is here. However, I want everyone to keep in mind 
that it's not just about getting information. The higher selves give us information to help us to help us utilize it and to facilitate our journey. Um, this is of utmost importance, and that's why they do it. And the at the end of the higher self part, I'm going to be giving you a very simple approach to doing the work, the, the work that you can in the spare moments of your day, because I'm going to be gone now for a month. This, the show will be dark until October 4th. I'm going to be out of the country, not just somewhere else in this country. I won't have access to Wi-Fi or, or the ability <clears throat> at all to do the show, uh, time change and everything else. So this show is a reminder. It's going to also, I'm going to give you some, a very simple way to practice the information to focus on helping yourself. Okay. So, I, so when I get back in a month, I'm hoping we all make progress because I'm going to be doing it too. And trust me, the higher self are all over it for me. The higher self also are going to get us an exercise at the end of the show, which I hope all of you will go through and do. But please, when you're listening to the show, you can't really concentrate on the exercise. Don't worry about it. Just at some point, if you can, try to do the exercise again when you do have some moments to really focus on it. It is an extremely powerful, powerful exercise. I remember when we were first given this exercise, which was several years before today, because what I'm going to do is a show from January 14th, 1987. And we got this exercise first, I believe, in early 84, or maybe not early, maybe somewhere in 84, maybe late 84. I don't remember. But just so you know, when I first did it, I was discouraged because I was like a rock back then. You've all heard me talk about how I didn't have any near-death experience or any kind of genetic predisposition to being psychic, and I really have developed my abilities with sheer determination, and everybody can do that, and that's one of the reasons I mention it. But when this exercise first came out, it was I, I, I felt I couldn't do it. But luckily, as time went on and I began to develop my own abilities to sense and feel and, and, and uh, pick up information, I was able to do it. And it is an extremely, extremely powerful exercise because it helps us prevent anything negative happening to us. It's a great exercise. So I will, uh, we'll be doing it at the end. And I'll talk, talk to you a little bit more about it. Now, one other thing, just, you know, I, I mentioned I'm going out of the country and I'm going to some very exotic places to see animals in the wild, uh, animals that many maybe have seen in zoos but maybe not live, and there are some animals that aren't even in zoos. So it is going to be a fabulous, fabulous trip of a lifetime. And the higher selves have indicated to me that it is more than just more than a trip, more than meets the eye. Um, <clears throat> they say that they're going to be giving me information about the animal and the plant kingdoms that I can at some point come back and share with you. And also that it's important that the energies that were that that I'm conscious about. Um, I will be bringing those energies in a conscious way to 
those areas of the world that I'm going to. And they have indicated to me that when I'm there, I'm to call in the radio community, past, present, and future, to join me so that I want you to know that you are going to be with me in some way, shape, or form while I'm there. And how it's going to actually unfold, I won't know until I get there, but there is going to be a lot going on in this trip other than this incredible opportunity to see these these wonderful, beautiful animals in their natural environment. So anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know that. Okay, so I want to thank you up front for your help on that anyway, but this coming, what I'm going to be doing now is a group that Joan did in January of 1987, and let's get started. All right. Let's take just a few moments and quiet our minds. And remember, in this quietness, to remain conscious. And in this state of consciousness, I want each of you to focus your attention on the light within yourself. You may perceive this light in any way you desire with the understanding that it is symbolic of your pure soul essence. The pure soul essence is your connecting link to the totality of all that exists in all levels, and in all dimensions. And contained within this pure soul essence is your highest point of power. Now continue to focus on the light and allow it to grow until you stand completely encompassed within its center. And in this state of centerness, I ask that we be taken into the originating source of all energy, that we be held in a state of consciousness and amalgamated with all of our higher selves and with any higher selves from any realm or direction that care to join with us in this session. I further ask that each of us remain conscious throughout of the amalgamation, that we remain conscious throughout of our centeredness, and that each of us be open to receive and understand and manifest from the highest level all that is needed and necessary for us at this point in time. At this point, I would like each of you to consciously join in doing the healing work. You recall that we symbolize this healing work by visualizing a circle of light within the center of the room. And within this circle of light, we would place the names, situations, and conditions of those known and unknown to us where healing is required, desired, and needed. Further ask that if any person at any level in any, from any astrological system who desires at the soul vibration to join in this healing work to help us to come forward and join with us in the invisible mode, though the energy that is projected is very, very real. And I further ask that any souls from any dimension who require healing, to desire, who desire to partake of this, to come forward and place themselves within this symbolic healing circle. As you know, many times, it is important for us to bring into our consciousness certain things that we are working on. For in consciousness, we have a better focus and a better direction. So let us now consciously think on the planetary situation where healing and balance is needed and necessary. Sorry. (laughs) The ills of humanities and of the animal and environmental community, both physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Let us draw in our conscious mind and focus our attention on all those situations and conditions, 
all imbalances, human to human, human to animal, human to the environment. Let us draw into our healing, draw all that into our healing circle. And I want each of you to consciously focus your attention on your heart center and visualize the rainbow, br- rainbow bridge energy, which is symbolic of perfect balance. And into the rainbow energy, let us infuse the power of the miraculous. Let us infuse peace on all earths. Let us infuse harmony and unity among souls on all of these various earths. And let us infuse the highest, most purest form of higher heart consciousness, which carries the vibration of divinely loving. And now from the heart center, let us release this rainbow energy with these infusions into the center of our healing circle with the understanding that this energy is received at the level each soul desires. And it is always available so that as that soul grows and the desire for the healing energy reaches higher levels of consciousness, that soul still has access to that that we sent forth tonight as a group in this healing circle. And now let us focus this energy into the astral. There are souls within the astral who have laid aside the body, who work to assist in cleaning up the negative force fields of energy within that astral. These are interplanetaries like yourselves, fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature, who are working to assist the evolutionary movement out of body, just as you are involved in assisting while in body. So let us focus for a moment our conscious attention for these souls in the astral realm, sending this energy into that realm to assist them as they work to bring more light and more balance and more harmony into that negative astral frame. And now let us release it outward into the totality, all the kingdoms and all the dimensions and all the levels. And let us ask that it be sustained and amplified and maintained from this moment forward. Again, because in consciousness we build more power, it becomes important for each of you from time to time to focus your conscious attention on the work that's been completed tonight. For each time you consciously think on this healing work, you are adding power to that that we've created in our minds and in our hearts in this particular session. Okay, higher selves. And along the lines of consciousness, the higher selves would like to address the group tonight on the necessity for each individual to continue to work within their own pattern in order to assist themselves in moving into higher levels of positive energy. You will recall that this group was originally established in order to give information that would assist each individual in more easily making contact with a higher presence of the soul, which would then permit permit each individual to work more easily and more efficiently in times where chaos and frustrations and irritations and aggravations would take place. So in working with that idea and concept, you would each then be able to learn to take full and total responsibility for your own pattern and your own life. As you know, the higher selves have often cautioned us about falling into the trap of looking outward, externally, for someone or something else to, quote, unquote, save us, when in reality, each individual carries within 
the ability to save themselves so that each individual, whether, whether they're aware of it or not, is literally their own savior. This is brought up because as this chaos that is taking place, not only in the individual lives, but on the planet at large, and while it continues to increase and grow, it becomes more important for each of you to be able to stand within the center of these conditions and still continue to function in an objective manner so that you can fulfill at the level you've come in to fulfill upon. It is necessary to remind you that the karmic patterns that exist within our fourth dimensional facade cell levels are patterns that will play themselves out into your outer reality unless you work within your own thought form body in order to clear up these conditions and bring that thought form body into a state of purity. As a result of this, while you are not cut inner penetration of working with your own higher self vibration, in this everyday world, the conditions created within the fourth dimensional soul space, which has been created out of a free will pattern, whether it was of a conscious nature or an unconscious nature, that free will pattern must still play itself out until such time as the individual, as you, in such time, you as the individual have reached a point of being able to work within that space and clear up those altered realities who live vicariously through you in order to, quote, unquote, play out this karma. Damn it. Okay. I feel it's important to explain some of this to you um, right now because the higher selves don't explain it that well. The reason being that we've heard the information about karma many, many times, and those, those of us sitting in the group didn't need a more complex explanation, just the reminder. But I want to talk to you briefly about the idea of karma. I did explain it in more detail. I'm giving you a nutshell today, in my, but I did explain it in more detail in my book, Choices. And from time to time on the show, although I can't tell you when, but if you go through and look at the archives, you, you, I think you will find some description about a show that's on karma. Anyway, here's, here's the deal. Unlike the common idea that karma is something that we all have to play out, that it's required or an unavoidable payback of some sort. The higher self viewpoint is instead that it's really a habit. And here's what happens. It comes from lifetimes after lifetimes of experiences and building up in the etheric body the altered realities that contain our thoughts, our habits, our emotional blueprints, and our belief systems. What happens is we play out over and over again these patterns because they're carried at the altered reality level in our energy field, not because we must for some, because there's some sort of requirement from the gods that says we must experience something bad because once we did something bad, Therefore, the higher self explained that we can absolutely not be victims of our karma. We just need to neutralize the altered realities. In other words, everything can be clear. We do not need to be stuck in some sort of karmic belief pattern. However, 
we will continue to play out of that pattern if we don't clear them out. But when we do, we'll bring our frequency into the more positive vibration. So I don't know if that helps or not, but the idea is simply that it might be more confusing than explain it to you. I hope not. But anyway, um, bottom line, karma is being played out by our altered realities, or the energetic garbage that we carry because we have, we have for so long not been conscious of the energetics and how they work. And so we are playing it unconsciously, and it is not part of a spiritual payback system that we can't avoid. We can avoid it very well by clearing out the energetics, those altered realities. Okay, I hope that helps you guys. Anyway, higher self. In the earlier session, you will recall that many different ideas and concepts were presented to you in order to assist in understanding the makeup of the soul mind that you carry as a fourth dimensional. The higher selves have addressed us on the thought form body, the habit body, the emotional body, and the creative body within which all of the altered realities that are soulless and mindless move through in order to vicariously live their energies through you. As a result of this, in helping you to accelerate and helping you to more effectively remove these fourth dimensional soul imprints, it becomes important for you to continue to address and work with that thought form body and with those altered realities and further to begin to spend more time within the creative body, within which all of these altered realities necessarily process in order to manifest into our outer reality. Janet. Okay. The higher selves are talking about the things that when I started to work with, be part of Joan's group, they were talking about the, these things in almost every Wednesday night group, that, which was a weekly group, they presented this explanation of thought form body, habit, habit body, emotional body, creative body. And we did exercise after exercise, and, and it was very detailed and much more step-by-step uh, step and drawn out than I do it now, completely different. I have many archive shows because when I started this work, I started by presenting this information of our energetic field and how it operates, how it leads us around by the nose, <laughs> and how we can basically help ourselves by neutralizing, et cetera, et cetera. My first book is really on this, Choices, How to Neutralize Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. Many of the workshops, my meetup groups, many of the early, early radio shows, I went over this in great detail. Over time, however, stopped doing that, repeating it over and over again, went on to more of the soul level evolution. And my second book is about the soul's journey through the human kingdom, as you guys know. So there are many archive radio shows and the book if you're interested in getting more information. But because I, the higher self are introducing it here, I'm going to give you another complete tip of the iceberg nutshell. Okay, the thought form body. It carries 
all the thoughts we've ever had for all time. Every time we think a thought, it creates an energy identity that moves into our thought form body. That energy doesn't just dissipate and go away. The energy of that thought is literally saved for all time, and it moves into our thought form body. Every time we have a thought and every time we make an action, we create an imprint in the habit body, a very different kind of energy field. The thought form body, each thought form is, carries a magnetic signature. Each type of thought carries a different magnetic signature. So I'm having fun is very different magnetic signature as I'm feeling sick today. And every time you think a thought with a specific magnetic signature when it moves into the thought form body it's like attracts like and so the i am sick moves right to become part of the other thoughts the thought form that is carrying the same magnetic signature of i'm feeling sick so in this way every time we have a thought we are adding to the thought form no matter what the thought is we are adding power adding uh strength to the magnets that we are carrying, magnetic energy that we are carrying in that thought-form body. The habit body, very different. Every time we have a thought, simultaneously we are creating an imprint in the energy of the thought-form, of the habit body. Imagine the habit body is like a clean beach. The tide has come in. It's just gone out, and there's no, the, the beach is nice and smooth. And, you know, you walk across the beach and you have imprints of your feet. And in the same way, every time we think a thought, we create an imprint in the energy field of the habit body. Now, every time we think the same type of thought, the imp- it's like we're walking on our same footprints and making them deeper and deeper. The same thought, I am sick, over and over again, over a lifetime continues to deepen the imprint. So the like thoughts um, work together in the habit body to create a deeper and deeper and deeper imprint. The habit body is important to understand because the habit body carries the energy to propel us to action. And the deeper the imprint the more we are compelled to repeat the action of the imprint. So it is the deepest imprint that are our addictions. And those are the ones that cause us so much problems because this habit body continues to propel us to action. The, when we are, say, caught up in an addiction, We are thinking, aren't we, which empowers the thought form body and creates more and more heavily weighted magnets of thoughts. Now, the magnetic energies of the thoughts that are contained in the thought form body, that magnetic energy draws into it. Now, remember, they're soulless and mindless. There isn't any conscious intent but the magnetic energy calls in situations, conditions, people to empower them. So if you're constantly thinking, oh, I need to be more patient, I need to be more patient, I need to be more patient, what are you going to draw in? You're going to draw in situations and conditions that require you to be more patient. So it is important, by the way, not to go that route. 
So what happens is these these are their type of fuel, and it's important to understand it, the fuel, because when I get to the creative body, I want you to understand the concept of fuel. So the, the thought forms, the habit imprints, they're fuel, okay? So, and I'll explain where I'm going with that in a second, but I want to do the emotional body. The emotional body, different again. In fact, every single event is really neutral. But what happens is, when an event triggers an emotion for us, we attach or target that event with that emotion. Sometimes it's positive. We see a beautiful sunset. We go, whoa, that's just so beautiful. And we attach the emotion of joy or uh, being thrilled or whatever. If we see a snake and it's just bitten our child, we are going to attach to the snake event Fear, terror, upset, anger, frustration, whatever it is. And so when we attach, when we target an event with an emotion, we attach the emotion to that event. So when that event recurs in that life or any other life, it triggers or releases the emotions we've attached to it from prior experiences with that type of event. So what happens is that we actually, when the event happens, and there's literally no new events anymore, guys. We've been around so many eons and eons and eons of time. There's no new events anymore, just none. So we all have attachments to every single type of event. Now, some are more intense than others. Some of them are so intense that we call them our buttons. Oh, well, such and such happened, and, you know, it just triggered me. It just released. It was such a button of mine, and I lose control. Well, that's what's happened. That is exactly what happens. When an event happens, it triggers off the emotional attachments. And we, we go into this emotionalizing state where we're pulled into this emotional chaos. And it literally leads us around by the nose. We think, we think, oh, well, of course, anybody would feel that way. But in fact, that isn't that isn't so. Each individual soul has made their own attachments to these events, and that's why we have people who are absolutely terrified by snakes. They see a picture of a snake in a book, and they go into an anxiety reaction. And then we have people who are so fascinated with snakes, they make it their life's work, and they study them, and they capture them, and they free them, and they help them, and they whatever. If any event was anything but neutral, everybody would feel 100% the same way. So please understand that whatever your emotional attachments are to the things that go on in your life, those are things that you came into this life already attached with, and perhaps you further empower them because you've gone through this kind of event. We've all done that, right? We all have patterns, patterns of abandonment or patterns of betrayal or patterns of, you know, anything, loss, uh, so we, we have already had all of those things, and we have continued to empower them in this life. The higher selves are really interested in helping us prevent that. So anyway, that's, a, that's the, the sort of the nutshell of those three bodies. But the mo- more importantly, because they do talk quite a bit about the creative body, the creative body is a body that we all carry, and it encompasses the totality of these 
all these other three bodies. And it uses the fuel of these other three bodies to weave our outer reality. I do want to just mention one other thing. When you go through an emotional reaction, you're thinking and doing. Okay, so you're activating and intensifying the magnetic energies in the thought form body, those thought forms, and you're also deepening the habit imprints. So these three bodies work together consistently all the time of enforcing one another. So the higher self led us through those first couple of years how to neutralize each element in these bodies uh, eventually they did come to the point where they said, oh, you know, you can do this all at once. And that's what I teach in my information. I do explain it in my first book. Really explain it because it's so fascinating because it makes so much sense, more, much more than this nutshell I'm giving you. Um, but the exercise is much more, you know, it, we can do it all at once. But anyway, let me get back to the creative body. So the creative body carries the energy of the creative life force, creative life force energy. It is, all it does is create. It's a divine energy. Every single soul carries it, okay? And it is operational 24-7. It is obsess, obsessive, obsessional, what's the word? It's obsessive. It is and compulsive. It is, doesn't have any personal intentions, completely impersonal energy, okay? It is, doesn't care what we intend, okay? It doesn't care to create just the good, as much good. What it does is it uses the fuel we provide for it, the energetic world that we're carrying around, the altered realities the thought forms, the habit imprints, the emotional blueprints, and it creates a weave on a moment of our outer reality, moment to moment to moment. And I'm going to be talking a little bit more as we go. I'm just introducing that to you right now, the higher self. Okay. You'll recall that in this creative body, there are spaces that have been created based on the energies placed there in unremembered times and in remembered times. As a result of this, these created spaces, unless addressed and worked with in the areas that deal with altered realities and the habits and the emotions that have gone into creating these spaces, these spaces will ultimately manifest out into your outer everyday world. Janet, sorry to keep interrupting, but I have to do a lot right around here. The higher self used the term spaces here, which for me doesn't quite bring home the idea of what's happening because for me a space feels empty so instead uh, i've used the term weeds instead of spaces it's just like someone may decide they want to create or make a carpet and they have a loom and they go through a building process of adding thread after thread after thread until the carpet is manifested as a whole and they can move it from the, lo the loom of creation to being the whole carpet. So it's the same idea for the creative body. It pulls in fuel again and again and again. Whatever is provided for it, again, it's completely impersonal. 
until the weave is strong enough to, make, to materialize in our outer reality. So I share this analogy in case it helps you grasp what the higher selves are saying about what goes on in the creative body. Again, if you feel connected to the term spaces, go for it. But for those of you who might understand a little better with the analogy of the weave, I wanted to give you that option because it, it did help me personally. Higher selves. There have been many questions that have been raised regarding the idea that some carry that the higher self will be taking full and complete charge and directing the action of the individuals involved in the higher self processing. We must remind you again that in the fourth dimensional facade soul imprints, which have been created at the free will level, these imprints are that are of the free will vibration cannot be dissolved or deactivated by the higher presence, which operates at the divine will level, for that constitutes a trespass of the free will of the individual soul involved. It also places a burden on the higher self, applying the role of God to the individual who would then look externally for the will of another individual or the input of another individual, to tell him her or her in the fourth dimensional facade vibration what to do and how to function. Okay, Janet. Sorry, interrupting again, guys. Here again, the higher selves are reminding us they cannot just do it for us. I've explained often how important the amalgamation process is because that focus of attention where we amalgamate and become one with the higher selves and the other divine energies we carry. In doing that, we are giving permission for those divine energies to come in and help us. Without that, the higher selves cannot trespass. Plus, they would not want to play into the idea that there's some sort of external God. Knowing we are responsible for ourselves is of utmost importance. They do go on to explain here that if we were completely free of all of our energetics, all of our quote-unquote impurities, we would not have to give any permission as we would be operational as one, our sad soul, as one with our true soul essence. So let them explain. Okay. Higher self. Each soul is responsible for its own collective vibration. This does not mean that you do not receive help from those higher levels, for in those higher levels, the input and the information and the energy is in a constant state of processing. It must be remembered, however, that it can only process through pure force fields of energy. And within the facade soul, where the free will imprints are collected, the free will imprints constitute an impurity. So that in order to consistently reach into those higher levels and receive that that will assist you in this reality, it becomes important to understand the role that you play as the directing identity of all the collective energies that are you in that fifth dimensional realm. So that understanding your part in the collective commitment, it will assist you to more easily arrive at that pure channel to the you 
in that fifth dimensional realm. This is not presented in order to create among any of you the idea or concept that help is being withdrawn and you're left here all alone to stumble around in blindness and in darkness. It is brought up at this point in time in order to bring into your consciousness the understanding that you will continue to imprint these fourth dimensional facade soul vibrations into your outer reality until such time you make the decision to address them by working on your altered realities, your thought form body, and all that is in the creative body vibration. We have indicated on more than one occasion that the creative life force energy is operational all of the time. And it operates very impersonal, impersonally upon whatever it finds to create through. As your altered realities within the thought form body reinforce themselves and manifest themselves from the spaces or the weaves created in the creative body, the creative life force energy very impersonally moves in and gives birth to those altered realities in your outer outward world. Okay, Janet, there's a very important point here. And I think I made it already. I did. I, I plucked it, put it in before, but I'll repeat it here. That the creative life force energy is impersonal. It creates based on the fuel that's given, not on whether we carry an intention to stay positive or to be healthy or to be balanced. If there is negative fuel, and the majority of our fuel, please understand, is negative, the negative issues, problems, situations, and conditions will continue to be manifested in our outer reality. This is why neutralizing is so essential. Okay, higher self. We've spoken often about the purity of you in your pure soul essence. You stand in the pure soul essence, pure and perfect and powerful and unmarred and untainted, uncontaminated. It is the altered realities in the fourth dimensional realm that create the problem, not only with each of you, but with any soul who is unaware of how these altered realities operate and function and create through the individual, thus removing the individual from the knowledge of the purity of its own pure soul essence. We've often stated that the chaos and the conditions of unrest on this planet are going to continue to grow and become more intense as the process of cleansing of, the, of cleansing of the souls on the planet continues to take place. This means that each of you, preordained by yourself prior to coming in to fulfill and function in a state of purity, are going to greatly intensify your detoxing process in order to take you into that higher state of purity. This means that you will be cramming a lot of collective imprints and experiences into a shorter period of time. And therefore, if you're not aware of what's going on, you may feel that you've been deserted, that you've been rejected by your higher presence. This is not true. Again, your part as the directing identity, your portion of this collective commitment that you have made with your collective totality, your part is that to be that directing identity and to carry that fifth dimensional energy around. 
if you are to carry that energy around, you want to be able to draw from that higher level the energy in its purest form. It is for this reason that the step up in frequency where these emotionally imprinted experiences that have collected through various facade lifetimes will go into a step up so that you can rid yourself of these frequencies and stand in a state of purity in order to draw on that pure energy and to use it in this reality for the purpose you came in to use it for. That being to assist the four lower kingdoms in their own evolutionary movement and to be part of the evolutionary thrust itself as the entire evolutionary movement in all of the dimensions prepares to make a giant step forward. We have addressed often and from many directions information, exercises, instruments that can greatly benefit can be greatly beneficial to each of you at this point in time. So that, again, please begin to process and work within the thought form body at that altered reality level. And move into your creative body to attempt to find those spaces, weaves, that have been created with negative energy, which will be outwardly manifested unless you address and begin to work with that. This will greatly assist you in not only processing this thrust of detoxifying the imprints, but it will greatly assist you in remaining centered in those moments in time where chaos plays itself out, not only in your life or in the life of others, but on the planet, <coughs> excuse me, but on the planet itself. <coughs> excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, the higher selves are referring to the idea where we move into our creative bodies and find the spaces or the weaves that are in the process of being creative. They have not yet manifested into our outer realities. They won't do that until they're strong enough to then materialize into that material world. So they lead us through an exercise at the end I want you to keep in mind that when you do the exercise, what you're doing is you're looking for a weave or more than one weave, but you start with one, that is in process and it's carrying some negative elements that would mean it's going to manifest some difficulty or issue in our outer reality. So the higher self do this exercise at the end, we're getting to it where they're going to say, okay, go in and find one of those weeds. Then they will help you dissolve or clear, neutralize the weed so that it never gets to manifest in the first place. Okay, so it's powerful stuff, um, and there'll be a little bit more um, about it. I do, uh, coming up, I do want to just mention that the creative body is actually what a psychic reads when a psychic is predicting what's going to happen in your life pattern. They may not realize it's the creative body, and they may not call it that, but it's of no matter. They are reading the weeds that are in the process of creation. And it, it is why, in fact, because we're in this free will vibration, 
and we can change and, and recreate and empower more fuel here and less fuel over there, the weeds are constantly changing. Remember, it doesn't matter what we intend. The fuel is what directs the, the impersonal energy, the creative life force energy. It's so impersonal, it just picks up the fuel. So, in fact, the, the psychic will be reading the weeds, what is about to manifest. And that's how they predict the future. And it's what we're carrying. It isn't coming from some other being. They are reading what we carry. And the further out the prediction, the less the probability that actually unfolding exactly like predicted is. Because if, if a weed is about to happen, it's very strong, and the chances are it's not going to change. But if it's a longer distance kind of uh, prediction, often because we're in a free will kingdom, we can shift our way of thinking, our way of acting. Something can happen to somebody else that affects what we do. You know, suddenly a parent can be ill, and we rush off. We change our direction of our lives completely, and blah, blah, blah. And so the predictions further out are less probable doesn't mean they won't happen but no psychic can be 100 percent accurate for this reason because they are re-reading the weeds and we are changing our fuel all the time so the fuel that goes into the weeds the amount of fuel um, everything is changed because we're in the changes is an ongoing state of moment to moment changes so anyway, that's just kind of an aside. All right, so the higher self. We would remind you that when we speak of chaos, we are not involved in the concepts and ideas that normally play themselves out where the doomsday philosophy is concerned. Chaos exists right now on this planet and will become more intense simply because the souls on the planet are beginning to attempt to move at the same rate of evolutionary speed as the planet. This causes tremendously intensified conditions around souls on this planet or any other planet that might be processing this kind of energy. And in a state of unknowingness, unconsciousness, that the people involved in this chaos create additional chaos. So it becomes important, again, to remind you that if you want to save someone who is drowning, you must first learn to swim yourself. Yourself. It is not a time to become complacent. It is not a time to get so caught up in the chaos of your life or the planet at large so that you do not take the time to utilize the instruments, the exercises, and the information that will greatly assist you. Jab it. <laughs> all right. I often talk about the evolutionary thrust and all the effects it has on us. It is so powerful that I neglect sometimes to discuss the powerful force of the planet's own evolutionary momentum. Please understand the, the planet is a soul. And it is on its own evolutionary journey, and it moves its own soul frequency up to higher and higher levels. And the Earth is gearing up in its own evolutionary process 
to move into and complete the next evolutionary age, which mm-hmm. the higher self call the new age. Now, I do talk about this last year. I talk about the evolutionary concepts that are infused literally in every planet that houses life forms. And so I do would suggest that you go and listen to those so that you understand, again, this is a nutshell thing, and I'm not going to go into the detail here. But as a result of our own planet Earth gearing up to move into the next highest level of evolutionary processing, many souls have chosen, many human souls have chosen to be on the planet because they're hoping to move their own evolutionary energies up. So it's an opportunity. Every single time there is an infusion of a new concept upon a planet, no matter what the concept is, souls will, will incarnate from many, many different parts of the universe if they are ready and if this planet is a good one for them because many, many thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of planets are in a state of process around the universe, maybe millions. So we have souls have a lot of choice. But when there is this kind of movement, and we all are aware that there's something very intense going on, it is not just the energetic and evolutionary thrust, although that is a big, huge part of it, but also the planet itself is moving forward. And the souls choose to be here because it's an opportunity for them to also move their evolutionary energies up. So these assets, these souls are pushing or running to keep up with or to catch up with the planet's evolutionary frequency. And not all souls, by the way, will be successful. Many, many will. Others, if they have a difficulty and they aren't yet ready and cannot do it, they'll lay aside the body and they'll reincarnate on some other planet and will try again. There's no soul is ever lost, and we all have this journey, and we all have our own timing, and there is no, no problem uh, whatsoever. There's no judgment here. But in any case, souls would not know this in consciousness. But it's happening all the same. And we're here, guys, to help these souls take these steps forward in their evolution whether it be a small, tiny step or many small, tiny steps or a big, large step, it's up to the soul who is in process, not up to us, but we're here to help. So many fifth dimensionals also come in to every planet when that planet itself is moving upward in its evolutionary process to help with the infusion of the new concept and to help all the souls that have incarnated in order to move their own evolutionary process forward. Now, I have discussed again a lot of this before. Um, Please go back to the fall of 2016 and listen to the podcast. They're available everywhere, as I've mentioned, uh, on my website, higherselfvoice.com, and also on your smartphones and the podcast put in higher self voice radio and you get it on the iphone podcast and the cast box app on the samsung and the android and i don't know if that comes automatically but you can download that anyway go and check that out because it's pretty interesting all right anyway i i just mentioned it 
just to trigger your member your memories and also to encourage you to search for the information because it's it's helpful. Right, higher self. As you know, we do not give orders, nor would we tell you what to do with your life or how to live it. We make suggestions and offer opportunities to help you in making your life in this reality a better place within which to be. But in the final analysis, it still remains that because you, by the very nature of the fact that you are at your highest conglomerate fifth dimensional total, that you, at your higher conglomerate fifth dimensional totality, volunteer to be here have promised for yourself in this fourth dimensional vibration that you will be purified. However, you can be purified more quickly and easily and more harmoniously if you consciously cooperate with the process by working to address the altered realities and the spaces or weeds within the creative body. Because the situation and the energies and the conditions grow more and more intense. It becomes important to remind you once more of consciousness, of being conscious of your thoughts and your reactions and the emotional patterns that you find yourself in. You'll recall that by allowing the unconscious reaction to life and living to take place without conscious control on your part, it can pick you up and throw you into states of emotional schisming, before you have consciously had an opportunity to step back and take control of the situation rather than allowing the situation to control you. It would be good if we could say things are going to get better on this planet right away, but this is not the case. And as the energy of the planet continues to move in its evolutionary thrust forward, as the chaos becomes more and more intensified, it catches everyone in it. And the vibration can take you into a state of being totally unconscious of anything except the fact that chaos is taking place. You are to be conscious individuals, remembering that higher consciousness begins this moment, in this reality, in the here and in the now. Remembering that higher consciousness, as it is normally thought of, cannot be reached unless you first become conscious of the reality you are in becoming conscious and taking control of that reality. This does not mean that you can control your emotions, nor would this be a good idea. It means that you can take control by seeing you are emotionalizing and then to allow that emotion to be whatever it is without adding power to it, without focusing it outward or focusing it inward or attaching it to something. Janet. I just want to be clear here. They aren't talking about controlling the emotions, where we repress them or we avoid them or we whatever. Um, we, the control is just to acknowledge that we're having an emotion. Realize it's in process. But instead of blaming someone or something, instead of targeting someone or something, a situation, a condition, a person, whatever. Simply let that emotion go out and into the light. This is how we control our emotions. Not by repressing them, not by targeting them, not by attaching them, not by acting out or any other process. We simply need to be conscious and aware that we 
have an emotion that has been triggered, doesn't matter who did the who or what did the triggering, and we let it go into the light. This is the control because this is how we can clear the energetic altered realities, the energetic blueprints, the energetic everything that we carry that is carry that is so much of that is in real control of our lives. This is how we do it. This release process, as that emotion, whatever it is, comes out, something happens, you hear your best friend died, and intense grief is coming up. We, it's so easy to get pulled into that intense grief and become pulled in by the emotionalizing and be, you know, crying and sobbing and and calling our friends and our family and 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 taking that emotion and expressing it everywhere focusing on it remembering etc cetera, etc cetera, all the stuff with your best friend if we did that would everybody understand of course the higher selves are presenting a new way a new approach because that approach even though it under is understandable that approach happens because of all the loss we've had in so many other lifetimes and maybe even other times before in this life. We have built up this emotional blueprint around loss. And so when a loss happens, we're triggering the blueprint and we are letting go of all those past emotions. They're being released and we can be caught up by them or we can just say, okay, this grief that I'm feeling, this intense feeling of grief and despair and loss is, has been triggered. I'm going to let it go. And as hard as it is, and it is hard, but the more you can practice with it, the more you feel. Now, I'm picking a really intense, very strong emotion. So you might want to start with some things that are a little bit less intense. But when you acknowledge, uh, I'm feeling whole, you know, intense grief and despair, just see it go out the top of the head or out the heart or wherever you can imagine or do see it, move out into your light. And in this way, you are neutralizing that emotional blueprint. You are processing and allowing those attachments for eons of time to move out into the light and be neutralized. This will help you with a soul-mind detox, with a clearing that will lead you into the pure state that is where all of us want to go we've all chosen to go we all will get there but this is how we cooperate with it and get there faster okay higher selves you are the miracle we've told you this on more than one occasion in that pure soul essence you stand a tower of power perfect connected with everything (coughs) everywhere You are the miracle. If you practice consciousness within your pure soul essence, drawing on that power, your own power of the miraculous, if you consciously move into that amalgamated state with your higher totality conglomerate, your higher presence, your own higher self conglomerate, and work in the areas that deal with your creative body, your thought form body, your habit body, and your emotional body, you'll be able to begin to feel the miracle that you are. When you ask your own totality higher selves for help, 
or the totality higher selves of others for help. You activate a very real energy that moves toward you and wants to interpenetrate through purity. The help is always there. The miracle is always present. And if you continue to move with this idea and work with this idea, you will prove to yourself that you are a walking miraculous example. You will have learned how to swim. We would like to suggest in the coming weeks that each of you take the time to become more acquainted with your thought form body, more acquainted with your creative body. You'll recall that the more often you consciously think on something, the more power you give to the thought that you are thinking. And we would remind you that it has to be the thought without that it has to be the thought without feeling. It cannot be thought no, with feeling. It cannot be thought by rote, but by consciously working with these two areas, utilizing any of the techniques that have been outlined over the last few years, using any techniques that you might on your own decide you want to use. Nothing is set and cut concrete, and each of you are clearing and moving into these higher levels and will be drawing information for yourselves as to what to do and how to best process certain types of things. We want you to demonstrate the miracle. We want you to know about yourself what we know about you. So we invite you to begin to concentrate on those aspects of yourself with the understanding that we offer to you all that you already have. To you, all that you already have and know in that higher present vibration, but which you are partially blocked from through this fourth dimensional pattern. We want you to know and to feel the miracle that you truly are, not so that you can play out of ego. We want you to know the miracle you are so you can demonstrate the miracle to other souls and other kingdoms that you have come in to assist and to help. Okay, that ends the informational portion. They do do the exercise, which we're going to get to in just a sec. Um, now, they've given us, I think I mentioned earlier, they've given us, they had given us this exercise two, at least a couple of years earlier. But this one was a great refresher. But please understand that those of us in the group really knew the information, so we did understand the elements of the exercise very well. I gave you little nutshells, you know, a little bit in earlier. Uh, so hopefully you'll understand it because, you know, the etheric bodies are really important. And, again, it's all described in my first book, Choices. It's on my earlier podcast. Uh, but even if you don't fully understand the exercise, you don't remember exactly what all the words mean and yada, 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 please still do it. Because when I started, I was like a rock. I didn't know. I couldn't pick up things. I didn't see things. But I just, once we're, you're amalgamated, you can bypass that because you've allowed your higher selves to, you've given them permission, that divine energy, that energy level that they're at is the divine level. Your pure soul essence, which is at the divine level, you are given permission for the divine to come in and do it. So even though I couldn't see anything, I couldn't imagine anything, it was discouraging in the beginning, trust me, but 
I still did it. And you guys can do it too. And you will. It will happen. Anyway, um, what I did was the higher self are going to ask you to go in and find a weave of some sort of negative. It's not yet manifested, but it's carrying some sort of negative energies. And they are going to ask you to find out about it and all of that. You might not be able to find anything because I couldn't either, but I just said to the higher self, okay, I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I want you to, you know, figure out what's priority for me to neutralize. And then I did the rest of the exercise because I had, I was fully in the amalgamated space. And you'll see the higher selves repeat. Remember, you're amalgamated over and over again in the exercise to keep us there, keep us conscious of that amalgamation so that if we are unable at the mind level to understand fully or we aren't able to yet see or sense or picture or even imagine, it's okay because the higher selves are going to help us with it. So. Okay, now, I'm going to go to the exercise, so good luck. And now in closing, I would like for you to just spend a few moments in silence with yourself and thought project into your creative body. You simply do this by thinking it. I project into my creative body. And you can see that creative body however you desire to see it. It can be an envelope around your body. It can be something you erect in front of you symbolically that is representative of your creative body. However you perceive the creative body, you can perceive it. Now, consciously thought project with conscious focus into your creative body and spend a little time there. Remember, you are amalgamated. You are in your pure soul essence. Seek out within your spaces or weaves that have been created and get a feel for what those weaves or spaces are. Remember, you are amalgamated. Ask that amalgamated totality to take you into the areas that would be best addressed by you and let these spaces or weaves tell you what their end result will be once manifested in your outward world. Now, this is Janet. Because we're on the radio, I can't sit here for a minute and allow you to do that. So please try this exercise down the line. Now, some of you may be able to do it very quickly, and that's great. But I have to move on with the exercise. Now, when you've completed that part of the exercise, thought project into your thought form body. You do this by thinking it. I project into my thought form body. And again, you may see that in any way you desire to see it. Locate the thought form or thought forms, the altered reality or altered realities that pertains to the space or weave that you found in the creative body. Find the parents and the children the parents being those thoughts you brought into this lifetime from previous lives, and the children being those thoughts that have been born in this lifetime. Encircle this altered reality or altered realities in light and see that standing next to the altered reality or altered realities is an exact form of that, those parents and children, but it's empty 
it has nothing in it. This is the opposite. Please fill this form with your light. Now, draw these two forms together. You can do this by using your quote-unquote hands or your mind. Draw them together so that they merge and become one. You have now neutralized that altered reality or those altered realities. And what you do with this energy now is to draw it into your own light. You are taking that neutral energy into your light and empowering your light. So take a deep breath and draw that altered reality into your light. Breathe it into your light. Now move to your habit body. Simply project there by thinking, I project into my habit body. And locate the habit imprint or imprints of that altered reality or altered realities that you have just neutralized. And fill that imprint, those imprints, with light. You may direct that light from your thought, with your thought. You can fill it with your hand. However you want to do it, fill those imprints with light. And when you've completed that move, please project into your emotional. When you've completed that, please move and project into your emotional body. And locate all the emotions that have gone into the altered reality that you have neutralized. Draw all of those emotions out into the open. Now move into the center of those emotions and turn in a 360-degree turn, completely and totally infusing every single emotion with light. You are dissolving those emotional blueprints and moving them into the light. Now when you've completed that, you can move through thought back into the room. And the suggestion is that you work with this exercise, going into your creative body, locating the spaces or the weeds that have been created. Read them out. Try to understand what those weeds are. And then move into the thought form body and work at that level, into the habit body and into the emotional body. Some of you who have worked for a period of time with this may have formulated shortcuts, and that's fine. For those of you who would just be starting this or maybe haven't done it in a while and are getting back into it, it helps focus conscious direction and attention when you process and utilize the step-by-step method. Again, nothing is set in concrete. All they really want us to do is to start doing it and really working with it so that we can help ourselves through some of these chaos periods that are apparently ongoing, going to be continuing on this planet. Okay, Janet and the higher self information and exercise. I hope you all understand that. Um, I hope you understood it, but even if you didn't, you can have it. You have it. It'll be in the archives. You can... Uh, for sure, listen to it again and work with it a few times. I want you to understand that working with a creative body is an incredibly huge 
benefit because it's a prevention technique. It prevents, helps us prevent negative manifestations in our lives. I mean, how great is that? So, of course, any kind of neutralizing is going to help um, shift our lives to move more and more into uh, less and less intense, less and less problematic issues and and, um, conditions in our lives. But when we go in, we find an actual weave, okay, an actual weave that is about to manifest. We can go in and do this neutralizing process to prevent the manifestation from ever happening. So it's not going to be just less intense. It's literally not going to happen. Now, the higher self said we can use shortcuts, and, of course, you know that that's what I do, so that when we are when I mean, you, you can use this exercise where it does step by step so you can get familiar with the feeling of each of these bodies and how they operate and how your light in a different way, it operates in a different way in each body, how your light is really um, so powerful. This is the miracle that we, the miraculous that we carry, God, the purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. So you can really get that feeling, but of course, You don't have to do it the step-by-step way, and you know when I do it, I call out all of the elements all at once, the emotional parts, the the thoughts, the habits, the misunderstandings, the the, uh, emotional blueprints, everything. And I don't use the beliefs. You know, we're calling out everything so that everything known and unknown that is part of something we want to let go of or, or release or dissolve Everything is coming into play. Um, we don't have to do it step by step. I really enjoyed when I read this. It brought me back to those early days when I did the step by step. It is, I became so familiar and so comfortable with that process. It was exciting in a way to go back. Uh, so maybe some of you will feel positive about it. Maybe some of you just prefer the shortcut me- method. Anyway, but please remember, moment to moment to moment, that creative life force energy is preparing the weeds. It is creating what we experience in our outer reality. And remember, each moment is the start of our next year, the beginning of the new year. We are moment to moment to moment going to be, and we are moving forward in our unfoldment. Um, So we want to always... Uh, keep that in mind. Um, All right. Now, in the meantime, because I'm going away, and the next time I'll be back on the radio, and I've never in the whole time I've done the, the show, since 2011, except for 2013, I took much of the year off. I just was on as a co host three or four, six times, I don't know, with uh, Washali, um, the, I was doing that so that I could get my second book written. But all the years that I was, you know, doing it like I'm doing it now, I never have taken off as much as four weeks before. This is the first that I've been dark. I've been, I think, dark certainly one week here or there and sometimes two weeks in a row. But now it's four weeks, and I want us to look at this as an opportunity, okay? 
an opportunity to really get into the habit, into the active participating of our own lives where we really work on the utilizing all the information that we've been given. Again, the higher self say over and over and over again. It's not just about understanding. It's about they don't give it to us just so that we can become knowledgeable. Yeah, knowledge really helps, but they also very much want us to utilize the information to help ourselves. They're trying to teach us how to swim, guys, because eventually we're going to be helping others learn how to swim. Okay, we can't save a drowning man if we can't swim. So it is imperative. It's important. It's significant. It's it's so so important that we actually use these exercises. Of course, it's not just to help the other guy. We're helping ourselves. We're becoming and taking responsibility for being the directive directing identity for the conglomerate fifth dimensional energies that we are constantly, we carry within and are constantly connected to. We're the directing identity. They, that energy, that soul um, evolutionary space that we carry is in the divine will kingdom. It cannot come in and fix us. We have to direct that. We are the dimensional window. We, at the human level, to pull in that information, that energy in the highest level, we need to be as pure as possible. And the impurities that we carry at the energetic level, at the fourth dimensional human soul mind level, that's what keeps us from, from reaching into that purity as much as we, are, we can. And when we reach that purity, we are going to, we'll be able to tap into the totality of that easily and effortlessly, and we'll be living that in the human kingdom. We'll be connected and as one with that true soul essence, that fifth dimensional essence that we, have, we are. So very important. So what I thought to do was just give you a very simple, simple, simple approach to utilize while I'm gone. I'm asking you to make a commitment to yourself. And I made it so simple that there is no excuse. Oh, I don't have enough time. Okay? I'm not asking anyone to go off into a quiet room for an hour and do these exercises. Uh Uh-uh. I'm asking you to do what I've really been working on over the last few weeks. And every day it gets easier and easier to remember to do it and to stay in it longer and longer because the more we do it when consciousness the more power we add and we get used to the focus we get practice and so that's what I'm going to do and what and we're going to do it in a minute but I'm going to tell you exactly what it is I want you to activate the divine amalgamation Okay, we're not, I talked about this last week, so you can go back and listen to that. But, but if we just activate the divine amalgamation, now again, not by rote, you have to feel or sense, really focus on that 
divine amalgamation, amalgamation, understanding that you are asking to be one with all the divine energies that you carry, the pure soul essence, your true soul essence, your higher self, and also as one with the originating source. Because remember, we're always connected 24-7 through the pure soul essence to that energy. So by activating the divine amalgamation, I am the divine amalgamation. And what I do is, I mean, I used to, when I first started this, and I mentioned last week, sometimes I would go and I would, I would focus on each element of this, you know, the pure soul essence, the originating source. Now it's gotten to the point where all I do is say, I am the divine amalgamation. And I kind of dig, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I kind of send my consciousness in. I go in and just kind of dig. And I, it's hard to put words around what, I'm, what I do, but I think you'll find your own way with it. I say I am the divine amalgamation and then I just take some moments and I move my consciousness into that divine energy field and all of its elements. And I can feel, even now as I'm describing it, I can feel those elements come to life, so to speak. That focus, that intense conscious focus activates the connection and I move into and you will too becoming one with those divine elements. We are giving them permission. We're saying, okay, I'm directing the divine elements of my, of who I am to become one with me at that facade soul level. Okay. So that's what we do. We're going to just start out. I am the divine amalgamation. Okay. The second part of it is we want to activate the now moment. Very important. I just talked about it. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. Who remembers? It all blends into one. But you guys who listen to me regularly, you remember. We, you're in this divine amalgamation. And what I do is I activate the nowness. Okay, I just say I am the nowness. And what you can say, it doesn't matter what you say. You can find your own way with this. But I'm trying to give you some simple guidelines here. You can also say, I am in, within the now moment or I am the now moment. I'm using the term the nowness. It was a term the higher self gave me, I don't know, a few months ago. And so I say, I am the nowness. And that, that bubble of now energy just is present I feel it now. I see it. I sense it when I say I'm in the nowness. It just engulfs me, and I'm standing within the energy field of the now moment. So you, you can do that in whatever way that you feel is, you know, works for you because everyone will find a way. I then activate. I'm suggesting that you activate the higher heart consciousness energy. You can do it in several ways. You can just, I am higher heart consciousness. I am divine love. And I want you to, again, focus on that beautiful, powerful, the most powerful healing energy we carry at the human level and become one with that. And I also want to suggest that you activate the power of the miraculous. 
I am the miraculous. This, again, is not about becoming some super being who's going to create miracles. We all already are super beings anyway, guys. Remember? <laughs> we are already super beings. We just don't realize it. But, but I want everyone to get used to the idea that we carry the power of the miraculous at that pure soul essence level. And the more, by activating that miraculous energy, it is going to help us accept ourselves for who we are. Remember, it is the impurities in the fourth dimensional mind that prevent us from even understanding that we carry the pure soul essence and how powerful it is. It just hides it from us, so to speak. The higher selves really made a big effort to bring it to our consciousness. And I suggest we use that information. Be the directing identity that we are and make a commitment to yourself and practice. I'll tell you when I do it, just to give you some ideas. I'm unloading the damn dishwasher, okay? And I'm, it's just mindless work. Whenever you're doing something mindless, you know, that's just by rote, is always a good time and everybody has different things that they do. could be sweeping, could be vacuuming, it could be um, standing in some line somewhere, standing in the shower, uh, whatever, when you're doing something that you don't, you aren't using the mind to, you know, you're not talking with someone. That's the easiest time I've just, for me, when I'm not talking with someone to really, that's the time to really begin to do this practice. Because the more we practice when we're not talking to someone, the more we can carry it over to when we are talking with someone. Okay, so we are trying to We are all trying to do this 24-7 eventually. So this is just a way to practice because higher selves are very clear. We don't roll out of bed one morning and we're all of a sudden standing in a state of higher, higher consciousness. It doesn't work that way. There are ways we can get there faster and easier, um, but there is a process, and they are encouraging us to practice and to use, utilize the process. So, um, the, so what I do, first of all, is I start when I'm not talking with someone, times where I'm doing something that is mindless. I, you all have heard me many times. I go out walking a lot. And, I, and while I walk, I kill two birds with one stone, basically. Not only do I get the, the movement, physical movement, but I also spend a lot of time doing higher self work. I heal, work on healing myself and others, getting information. It is the higher self many years ago, I think 30 years ago, told me that being outside in nature is a very powerful place for me to do that. And so I just sort of consciously made it, thinking it would make it easier for me, made it um, really became a habit to do this work. Even for years I would run, and I did it even running and got some of my best information and help while I was running. So you can do it even on the treadmill, um, lifting weights, anything, anything that you, it's easier to start when you're not talking with someone. Now, when I'm walking, it also helps me feel the movement of the now moment coming with me. 
because as I walk now, the, the now moment just follows me everywhere I go. I'm not talking to anyone else, so it's easier to maintain consciousness of that, to stay in the amalgamation. Now, there are times where people say hello to me, and I do get distracted, but afterward I go and I just move back into that energetic field. I'm looking forward to the time where I can maintain it when I am interacting with people. And sometimes I can for a short bit, but not that long. Um, So I'm hoping that over this month, that you all will start, if you haven't already, many of you have. I know that there's some people out there who contact me who have definitely already started, have definitely made steps forward and are feeling the uh, results of working with the energy. Um, So I'm encouraging them to continue to commit to this and also to others. Just start very simply with this simple exercise. And now we're going to do it, okay? You're going to see. I spent all that time explaining it so that I could show you just how quickly you can move into this field of energy that will help you. Now, of course, if you have more time, which I do when I'm out walking, for example, I'll move into this connection with all these divine energies, and then I have time when I'm out walking, and I start to do work. Either I'm healing myself or other people, or I'm working to bring information in, et cetera, et cetera. And so you, if you have time, to do the neutralizing, to move into the creative body, to whatever kind of exercise you've done, please go ahead and do it. But this, moving yourself into the divine level and connecting with that, le- that energy at the conscious level, so powerful. So even if you only have 30 seconds, a minute, and you do that, you are helping yourself and you're helping all souls. Remember, I'm not going to go into that, but remember we're in this flow. So all the steps forward and all the higher energies and frequencies of the soul above us flow down and we receive the help from up there. And in the same way, all that we do and accomplish flows to those souls with a lower frequency than we have. So we are in a constant state. Every soul is in a constant state of receiving and giving. So... By consciously doing this work, we are helping so many others. Um, anyway, so let's just try it, okay? I want to just take, just, you know, imagine yourself, you're about to step on the treadmill or you're going to uh, unload the dishes or you're stepping into the shower, and I want you to just say to yourself, I am the divine amalgamation. Spend a few moments feeling it, focusing the divine you carry. You can break it down into its very various elements if you feel comfortable or have the moments to do it. I am the pure soul essence. I am my higher self. I am the originating source. However you wish to word it. I am the divine amalgamation. I am the nowness. I am in the now. I am in the now moment. Choose how you wish to say it, what works for you. Feel it. Sense it. Imagine it. I am higher heart consciousness. Or I activate 
higher heart consciousness. I am divine love. I am one with divine love. Say it, feel it, imagine it in any way that you do. I am the power of the miraculous. I am one with the miraculous. I am the miracle. See, guys, I even explained some options, and it only took, what, 30 seconds, a minute? I don't know. I'm not very good with time. But it's very, very quick. And I don't know about you, but I can feel this amalgamated state. And in this state, I'm going to ask that we also activate the divine commitment to ourselves, to our mission, to our destiny. Let's activate divine commitment. Let's activate the divine commitment to ourselves. Let's activate the divine connection. Connecting to the totality of who we are the very highest states of purity that we can reach. Now that we've activated this very powerful state of amalgamation, we can send this light. I ask that we all be joined in one accord and that we become the array of light, that we join with any from any other realm or direction that care to join with us join their light with us at this moment in time. I ask that we send this light into and around the totality of the planet, offering it to every soul at every level. There is no soul too hidden, too lost, too small, too unimportant. Every soul will receive this energy. If the soul is ready to partake of the energy, it will. If not, it will partake of the energy at some later time. I ask that we provide this, this light, this conglomerate, beautiful array of light that we have activated and brought into the state of beingness, joined as in one accord. I ask that we send this light into the astral, helping to neutralize the astral at every level, providing the light to the astral workers, allowing them to bring the negative, more negative astral levels into a state of higher positivity. And we're infusing it into the astral, the conglomerate astral of all planets, not just Earth. And we are providing this energy also to souls around the human kingdom universe, known and unknown souls that are in body or out of body, that care to partake of the energy, that care to utilize it, that are ready for it at the soul level and that want to partake of this energy. And there are many, many souls. We are also providing a space in this light for the testers and tempters, as I've spoken of before. And there are many that come and drink in the light as if 
their thirsty man coming for water. Remember the testers and tempters are fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature just like we are, but they are cut off from knowledge of their their own pure soul essence. They are veiled, and so they come in and utilize this light since they are unable to tap into their own light as they are aware that it is even there. They are not aware that it is even there. So the testers and tempters come in, and they are partaking and drinking in this light, and it helps them at the facade soul level a tremendous amount. They, too, as you must know, are going through the soul-mind detox just as we are. They do not have the advantage of knowing and understanding that there's more to them within. They are veiled from that. So they are taking it in, and it's a great help for them in their own processing. If there's any individual problems, situations, conditions, that you all would like to work on, I would like the higher selves to please take from the minds of all of us because we don't all have a voice on the show. I have a show. I have a voice here, and that's it uh, at this point. But I want all of us to please um, provide this light, move it into the situations and conditions uh, of chaos, of problems, of difficulties, of suffering around the planet helping these areas to move through these conditions. And we want to call in any and every soul that can facilitate and help in any way. We want to activate divine hope and divine faith to allow these energies to move in through and around these places around the planet that are feeling where the people are feeling hopelessness and helplessness. Hope is a very, very important energy and divine faith helps them to manifest all that is hoped for so that we want to bring those two energies in simultaneously. And I do feel this kind of um, major absorption of the energy. It's very interesting, very, very interesting. I'm feeling just like I feel with the testers and tempters kind of drinking in the light. I feel that way in some of the areas around the planet. It's drinking in of the light, these chaotic, difficult areas that are out there, and there are a lot of them, everyone. So we're helping in that way. I feel that's really helping. We also want to provide the light to the planet itself to help in its own evolutionary journey and its own soul-mind detox. And so the higher selves are going to be helping the various areas around the planet that need to be uh, detoxified, need to be uh, processed to help the planet clear its own um, way, moving it into higher levels of its own evolutionary journey. And with that, I would like to end um, again Thank you for being part of this community. Try to maintain as best you can the feeling of the amalgamation with the divine, standing in that now moment, being part of the miraculous that you are, connecting to the purity that you are. Give it a try, spending a few moments once you stop listening to the show, wherever you are. And also 
just as a reminder, know that I won't be back till October 4th. And in the meantime, I encourage you to commit to yourself, commit to your own process, commit to your own commitments that we all made when we returned our commitment to help the four lower kingdoms in their evolutionary process. And we get to help ourselves too. This isn't a self-sacrifice kind of thing. We get to help ourselves too. First, we clear up our own lives. First, we learn to swim. And then we can go out and help others who are drowning, teaching them how to swim, model how to swim, demonstrate how to swim. Please, try it. Try it, guys. Those times where you're not talking to anyone. Start there, at least in the first week, and then see if you can get it to move into more and more expanded time. It's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard. But I know we can do it. I know we can do it, guys. Anyway, this is Janet Richmond, the Higher Self Voice. Thank you. I love you guys. I will miss you, but I promise to bring back from this wonderful trip I'm going on a lot of stuff. Don't ask me what, but there'll be stuff. Higher Self aren't too clear on it, so we'll see. We'll see how it unfolds. Thank you for being, thank you so much for being part of my life. And with that, have a good four weeks. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.